Two KG Sports Minds have created a podcast to answer one very important question. What's the spread? Now here are your hosts, Brad Thomas and Miles Markowitz. All right, it is officially the most exciting week in sports. Super Bowl Sunday is upon us. Finally. This is like the best weekend in the world. I'm happy and I'm sad because after today, football's not quite over because we have the Orlando Apollos to look for. But the NFL is over. College football is over until next football season. There is a lot that I want to talk about. And there is so much that we're going to cover, Miles. And before we get into it and before we get into the game, I just want to talk about the Super Bowl from just a – kind of a big picture perspective. I, I I wanted to get your thoughts on this. I always feel like the Super Bowl is, it goes beyond sports. Yes. The Super Bowl is a culture icon. Like, I mean, even when I was sitting and talking on the DFS Karma uh, chat, we were talking about Maroon 5 for a solid, like, 15 minutes. There's celebrities. There's politicians. There's financial advisors who are big time in, in the business space that are, are coming to the Super Bowl or watching the Super Bowl. People even watching it for commercials. It's It's amazing. And it's so special that every year it's – I mean it's the only event that if you, if you don't even like football, you're yes, watching it. Absolutely. It's remarkable. And betting is going to take that to the next level because wow. now if you don't have anything in the game, you can just go – you just get after it. It is crazy. So I was reading somewhere this year – well, I think it's progressively going to keep going up. But this year with the, um, the, the decriminalization of sports betting in the United States, it's going to push sport, the betting on the Super Bowl – in the billions this year. And that's, that's worldwide. In the billions. Wild. That's freaking sick. So how's this going to work? But before we get into the prop bets, uh, let's talk about the spread. What's the spread for the Super Bowl? So we have the New England Patriots. They are a two-and-a-half point favorite versus the Los Angeles Rams. And, Miles, the line has moved significantly on the New England Patriots. Yeah, so I saw uh, when it opened la- uh, two weekends ago, what, or the Rams were one-point favorites, I believe, right? Yeah, the Rams were one-point favorites. So it initially opened, I believe it opened at zero, which was really weird to pick them. Moved to the Rams, but that was only slightly because that was quick, quick sharps money going on and then moved to New England at two and a half. Well, you know how we feel about the Patriots on this podcast, and I believe we picked them last year to beat the Eagles. That was a little disappointing. I mean, Nick Foles couldn't do that performance again if he tried. I feel like we got robbed here. I'm liking the two and a half point spread for the Patriots. Um, I would feel differently if it was three and a half, four. Absolutely. But that's pretty favorable. There's there's so many things in this game, so many trends that can just honestly just trip up a casual sports better. Because just don't overthink it is one thing I want to say. Like there, there's a trend that I looked that I almost it almost confused me. Right in the past 17 years. The Super Bowl underdog is 13 and 4 against the spread. But honestly, if you look at a lot of those spreads, you have spreads that are four and a half, you have spreads that are um, three and a half, you have spreads that are seven, you have one that's 12, three that are seven. Um, so, so don't overthink it with things like that. Or, or this one right here six of the past seven Super Bowls have been won by underdogs. Well, three of those were the New England Patriots. There's a lot of trends that really, really want to make people go for, for the, the Rams when it comes to trying to beat the system. I just personally think that Tom Brady's playing at a very high level. Last two playoff games, he's threw for three over 300 yards. I don't know if the Rams are going to be able to stop him enough. So you're going with the Pats? I'm going with the Pats, and you might call it a, a favorite play, but the only thing I think about this Rams defense is they have 
they have a good interior deep interior defense against the run, but like honestly, the Patriots are better against the rush than the Rams are. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be with you here, Brad. I don't understand how anybody could be comfortable betting against Tom Brady. And if you're betting against Tom Brady here, then you're betting on Tom Brady to lose back-to-back Super Bowls. Which is crazy. And they only have to win the game by three points. I'm, I'm really, really liking the Patriots spread here. Even more confident than I was last year. Listen, I think the Rams are the more complete team. I don't think anybody will argue that. I think yeah. the Rams have the most talent on their roster in the NFL. And that's kind of what makes this uh, matchup so intriguing is that last year it kind of felt like the Eagles were not a fluke, but it it was a surprise that they got to the point where they were. Yeah. And at this point, it's like we're getting ready. I mean, the Rams are here to stay. Yeah. And as long as Brady's with the Pats, they are also here to stay. It's two heavyweights. But, you know, I'm going with the experience. You know, one thing that another I've been all over this, like studying this miles and the trends are really good for both teams. The Rams are 4-1 and one against the spread. I think the, the Patriots something like 6-1 and one in the last seven against the spread against um against the Rams. And I had a really lengthy conversation with somebody about fading the public. Listen, fading the public does not work that much in the Super Bowl. I looked up a statistic. When you fade the public, when it's over a 70% kick in the Super Bowl, it is only a 50-50 shot. So you're telling me 50% of the time you're going to go against what everyone else is thinking for a team like the Patriots, not worth it. I'm going with the New England Patriots here, and I'm, I'm pretty confident. I don't think Sonny Michelle is going to have another beast running game, but I do think they will do enough to win this game. I'm with you here. So you want to talk about some prop bets? Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, get into the fun stuff. We we have a little list of prop bets. I mean, there are there are hundreds out there, uh, no doubt. Uh, but we're going to highlight a few here, starting with probably our best conversation. Let's talk about the Super Bowl MVP. So the Super Bowl MVP for me is – this is going to be a gross one because it's unfair. It's unfair if the Patriots win the Super Bowl, it's going to Tom Brady regardless. Sony Michelle will have to have 150 yards, two touchdowns. Because think back to when Tom Brady won the MVP over James White. Insane. James White had a phenomenal game, and there's yeah. no way they give it to Julian Edelman. I don't think they give it to Gronk. Now, on the other side of the ball, this is just me personally. On the other side of the ball, I think it's a little bit. It could be a little bit different. You think about Jared Goff; he has an opportunity, but the, at plus two fifty, that's not bad. Todd Gurley could go insane. C.J. Anderson could be their savior. Those are my three guys on that team. So if I'm picking two guys, a guy from each team, I'm going Todd Gurley because extreme value, and Tom Brady because if the Patriots win, it's going to Tom Brady. And I'm thinking at this point, Gurley's got to be close to 100%. Yes. So I'm hoping to see more carries there. I do agree with you that there is some really good value there at plus 1,000. Honestly, I think if, uh, to your point, if the Rams win, it's not a guarantee that it's Goff. Yes. But if the Patriots win, Brady's taking the MVP. Absolutely. I mean, even go back to when you look at uh, Malcolm Butler. He didn't win the MVP, but Brady gave him the truck, you know? I think, you know, another bet that I looked at that's not on here, which was really cool, I um, I was like, who's going to score the first touchdown for the Rams? I placed the bet on Todd Gurley scoring the first touchdown on the game because it was plus 500, um, and I think that it's a little bit more safe to say t- uh, a player on the Rams is going to score a touchdown as opposed to a player on um, on the Patriots for the first game of the t- first touchdown of the game. Yeah, and look for your value. I mean, if we're talking about from a from a sports better's perspective, this is the biggest night of the year. There's going to be more, uh, you know, uh, different kinds of bets Absolutely. that you can have in this game that that you wouldn't have in a normal game. So, really get after it and dig in and find some value. 
Now, let me ask you this. If you're putting money down right now, who's your pick? Who are you putting your money on to Just win the Super Bowl? Per, oh, a team to win the Super Bowl. Or no, no, uh, the, the, the MVP. Yeah, I can only pick one player. Just one player. I'm going to go with Tom Brady. And okay. I, I mean, I, I think that, that you have to. Unfortunately, I pick, I put, okay, so to be in, to be totally transparent, I've placed three, um, I placed three, um, MVP bets down already. I put one on Tom Brady, one on Sony Michelle, because on the app that we use, the, the odds were at plus, uh, 1600. So I put a bigger bet on Brady, small bet on Michelle, and then a, a small bet on Todd Gurley. That's probably the similar strategy that I would use as well. Definitely want to put some money down on Todd Gurley, but Brady at plus one twenty five. Yeah, that's I'll the, take that. That's the biggest any day. Bet. That's the biggest prop bet that I've made so far. All right. Speaking of, let's uh, go ahead and get into a few more that you might want to take a look at. Let's move over here to the second one. We have uh, an Aaron Donald prop bet. How many QB hits will Aaron Donald record? Over under two and a half. Over two and a half is plus one hundred five. Under two and a half is favored. Here, I'm going with under two and a half miles. Um, Aaron Donald averages three tackles a game, averages like what 0.8 sacks per game. The way they're going to protect Brady, the way the league protects the quarterbacks, I just think three is such a high number for a guy to hit the quarterback, unless he's just having one of those really, really nice sack games. But as of late, at, towards the end of the season, the Patriots did a really good job keeping Brady, Brady upright. And that's the thing is that Brady just stays on his feet the entire game. It's going to be really difficult to get to him because he gets the ball out so quickly, especially when he has two weeks to prepare. He knows exactly where the ball's going four plays ahead of time. Yes, absolutely. So he, I mean, regardless, he's going to be getting the ball out of his hands. I think if the, the odds would have been like plus 140, I would have looked at the over two and a half, but minus 145 is very solid for a guy who's only averaging like a, a, a three quarters of a sack a game. So you have to imagine he has to get he has to get a sack and 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 maybe a hit and for Brady running or something stupid, you know. Exactly. So what do we got next? Next we go. What will be the longest score of the game? Be a touchdown or a field goal? With two guys with cannon legs, you got Greg Zerline on one. I'm going with a field goal for minus one ten. I do not think either of these defenses give up big enough touchdowns. Where, but I definitely do think these defenses are good enough to hold the opponent to a 54, 53-yard field goal. I am a little worried because um, because Goskowski struggled this season from outside of 50. But, I mean, you have Greg Zerline with a cannon leg. First of all, I thought this question was so fun, right? This, yeah. I've, I've, I've never seen a prop bet uh, said this way. So, longest touchdown. either, And the field goal is minus 110. The touchdown is minus 130. Can't go wrong with either. But I'm with you with the kickers, especially in the dome. Yes. I'm liking somebody to nail like a 55-yard field goal in this one. Yeah, and I could, I don't. Okay, so I just and I look at the teams. Like there are no real big break players on either team. Like the way the style they play. Like they, okay, so the Rams have uh, Brandon Cooks and uh, the Patriots have um, Cordell Patterson. Those are their big home run hitters, but they don't really just chuck it downfield like that. Exactly. So. For this next one, I I was really excited to see this on the sheets. Will CBS mention the point spread or the total during the broadcast? So are they basically going to even mention the sports betting aspect? Now, yes is at plus 225. No is heavily favored at minus 350. My opening thoughts here is that there's a reason that no is heavily favored. I still think that these major networks are still trying to find the right way to 
get into the sports betting dialogue. Yes. So, so I understand why Noah is at minus three fifty at this point. If I was going to throw money down, I think it's it, the three fifty is not good enough value. So I would just put a little bit on the yes, just to kind of hope that I get just to be really excited if they do have that one mention. But so, I doubt I doubt it would happen. This is such a crazy bet because the Super Bowl is is, is the biggest stage ever and. You tend to do things that you should not do. CBS outright put in the contract that they cannot talk about point spreads, cannot talk about totals, cannot talk about against the spread in their broadcast for football. But I swear, like, there, w- I feel there was going to be a slip up. But with that being said, these guys are professionals. I'm going to go with no and yeah. not bet it just because of that. But if you want to be brave and you want to gamble, I don't under, I don't, I don't, I'll not discredit anybody taking yes there. Because it is too easy, especially a lot of these guys gamble. It's too easy to have one of those slip ups. Well, especially how excitable Tony Romo is, and yes. we we definitely have the two best. I cannot wait for this, Brad. We have the two best in the business for the Super Bowl: Tony Romo, Jim Nance. Right now, by far, my favorite pairing Dude, uh, on, on on broadcast. So uh, it, it's going to be tough to, to get to get these guys to slip up. Yes, what a good segue, though. Tony Romo, yes, Godfather. I love what Wade Phillips said when he say, "How are they going to stop Brady?" I want Tony Romo in my ear, telling me what he's going to do before it happens. Miles, the next bet is a fun one. How many plays will Tony Romo, Tony Romo, correctly predict ahead of the play? We have the over under set at seven and a half. Which way are you leaning? Vegas set this over under perfectly. Yeah, I mean, I think they nailed it. Like over under seven and a half is exactly what I'm looking at here. Both are minus 120, so it's basically like you're betting a normal spread. I mean, at this point, I treat it like point totals. I usually don't like to bet unders, so I'm going with the over seven and a half and just sit back and witness the greatness. Man, you know, I wish it was six and a half because eight plays sounds so accurate, but, you know, Tony Romo called five correct plays towards the end of the Chiefs game. And that was towards the end when I wasn't even paying attention. So I'm going to go ahead and spike this over with you due to the fact that I wasn't paying attention in that beginning of the game. And he could have nailed like 10 and I wouldn't even know. It. Well, and here's here's the thing, right? So Romo's been doing this all season. Uh, my One of my really good friends is a diehard Cowboys fan. Uh, I loved watching Romo's career. I've kind of noticed it throughout the year. But it wasn't until the AFC Championship game that he really blew up. And everyone started talking about Romo. So now I'm curious, is he going to... Is he going to adjust? Is he going to change? Is he going to call more? Is he going to call less? Is he going to pull back? You know, there's there, so like, what's going on in Romo's head at this point? Is there too much pressure now? I, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't think he's going to change. I, I think I, I look at it like this. Like, I'm going to use myself as an example. Everyone who knows me knows I'm a big time talker, big over the top guy. When I'm in my element and that's around people, I don't care if I'm at the workplace. I don't care if I'm at church. I don't care if I'm at a bar. I'm myself. I think Tony Romo is so in his element dissecting football because he's such a football genius that he's just going to keep doing it. And it's it's. It, I, I don't think he's trying to, Miles. That's the problem. Like I just think this is so natural for him where he's just having a normal conversation. It's like he's in the booth drinking a beer with one of his buddies. And he just loves the game. And yeah. I'll tell you what, Jim Nance, one of the best in the business ever, he's done such a great job of just letting Tony be Tony. Yes. He, and he's he's good at segueing it, too. It's, like, amazing. All right. Really excited for that. What do we got next? How many times will the broadcast mention 
Sean McVay's age. This number <laughs> is set perfectly as well because it's just like when they showed Giselle. Right. They're going to do it at least twice. So I'm spiking that minus 250. I don't care. Because first they're going to mention his age to be like Sean McVay, the youngest head coach to make the Super Bowl. If they win, Sean McVay, youngest coach at this age to win the Super Bowl. Then when they compare him playing with Edelman, they're going to do his age. That's at least three times. Yeah, and there's a reason that the uh, over one and a half is heavily favored at minus 250. That's all I've heard about for two whole weeks. Yeah. It's John McVay's age. uh, Youngest uh, quarterback, head coach combo in Super Bowl history, Jared Goff and Sean McVay. So I'll go ahead with you and hammer the over one and a half. Why not? Yeah, I mean, that's fair enough money. Miles, what do we have next? Next, we have uh, one of my favorites from last year. I, I, I decided to include it again this year. Total Donald Trump tweets on February 3rd. The over-under is six. Even money for the under, minus 140 for the over. This one's a little dicey here um, for me because, I mean, you have a super, super, super liberal team. I mean, not team, band playing at halftime. If they do one thing, it's over. Trump will be all over the Twitter game. So I think six, like naturally I'd be like, six is golden under. But I'm nervous about that. And I'm going to lean over because, actually, no, Miles, forget being nervous. I'm going with my gut. I'm going with six under at even at even money right there. Oh, I thought we were going to get to argue there for a second. Man, I, I see, see, Here's the thing. I feel like last year – I, I can't remember exactly, but I think we both fell for the over, and, yeah, and it wasn't even close. Yeah, so it was like twice. Yeah, exactly. So I think that it, it's almost like Vegas expects Trump to be active here, but I, I, you know, at this point, I think he just kind of fades in the background a little bit. I think under six and even money is really good value. Yep. So I'm taking that. This next one, uh, I'm going to go ahead and mention because it is probably my favorite one on the sheet. We. By now, we've all seen the highlight reel, right? Yes. Of Maction, Kent State, and Miami. Sean McVay and Julian Edelman played each other in college. One of the best stories going into the Super Bowl. Will they show Kent State versus Miami highlights? Favored, yes, minus 175. No, sitting at plus 135. This is going to be interesting. I think anybody who, anybody who bets on the no is just trying to get – uh, the good return, but yes, they are absolutely showing it. Hundred percent. It's a great story. Second of all, freaking Mac. Do you know how many times they get a chance to talk about the Mac? It's like the world just drools over because it's so it's such a fascinating league. It's one of those general interest stories that they're no doubt going to mention at some point in the first quarter. Yes, it'll be. A great uh, and we got two small schools from Ohio that are going to benefit, so that's a lot of fun. Yeah, that one's fun. So, Miles, let me talk about this one. This one, I am a big Maroon 5 fan. I know you like Maroon 5 as well, but... I do, I do. The bet here is, what will be the first song performed by Maroon 5? When I saw this bet on this sheet, Miles, I went and I thought about every time I've listened to Maroon 5, what are my go-to songs, right? And then I thought about the crowd. What songs would the crowd like? Because my go-to songs start off as Sugar. But then I was like, sugar's okay, value's good. But then you think about, they want a crowd pleaser. And I don't think that sugar is a good enough opening statement. And so I really like Girls Like You at plus 900. And then I want to hear yours, but then I have something really important to say after that. 
Okay, so I think Girls Like You will be a little too recent to open up for the halftime show. So when I was thinking about it, by the way, it makes me wonder, is my Maroon 5 jam? And that is it even money. But I don't think they're going to come out and open with makes me wonder. I think they're going to mix it in the middle a little bit, maybe even towards the end. Yep. So I'm going with moves like Jagger I, I, Ooh, at plus 600 I like to be the opener. Gets everybody moving. It's instantly recognizable as a Maroon 5 jam. Uh, so I think out of all these songs, and it's it's kind of applicable. I mean, it was about, I, I believe it was six, seven years ago. Um, so I think that would be a perfect opener for him. I like the, I like the crowd pleaser. Um, and so when I was on the DFS Karma chat and we were doing we were doing the uh, Super Bowl props, moves moves like Jagger was at plus twelve hundred on uh, Bet My Bookie, and so that's what I went with on there. And then so listen to this, Miles. I researched because I'm a nerd like that. The last five, the last five sets that Room Five has done, two of them in Las Vegas. They opened with What Lovers Do. The very next song was Payphone. Every single time of those five. Then, what between three and five, Sunday morning played. You know what I was thinking? This makes me want to lean Payphone a little bit because they're not going to do What Lovers Do first. They're not going to, this is going to be different. It's a Super Bowl, right? So yes. Throw that one out. Well, the whole set, yeah. I feel like we'll no, be no, different. Gonna, yeah, I'm saying they're not going to open with it. Yeah, okay. I could see, I could picture this, Miles. Lights are dim. Lights come, singing starts. Payphone comes on. Bring the crowd lights up. They do payphone. Move into something that's poppy. Really, really poppy. I could see that happening. And and the value here is sick for payphone. You're right. That's actually uh, kind of how Lady Gaga started her halftime performance. She started a little slow and kind of eased her way into it. So... And that's definitely one of their most instantly recognizable songs by anybody. Yeah. And that's pretty insane value. <laughs> Plus 1800 I was like, looking, I was like, wow. I mean, I, I, I'm probably going to put my money on Girls Like You and Payphone. And if anybody out there listening, just remember, like, these prop bets are not for you to lose your bankroll. But they're really, really fun. So, like, I get it. And I, I don't I'm, – okay, I'm going to tell you all guys this story. Before the season started, I bet on the Jags. I bet on the Rams to win it all. So the only bet on this game that I made, like on the actual game, was on Patriots to hedge my Rams bet. But I still win money if the Rams hit, but I break even if the Patriots win. So I have gone crazy on prop bets. Miles, let me rattle off a couple of prop bets I've already made. Prop bet I made was Sony Michelle would carry the ball 17 and a half plus times. In the playoffs, he's carried the ball over 20 times both games, right? The next one would be... Uh, who is it? C.J. Anderson would rush for 40 and a half yards or more. C.J. Anderson in the playoffs has rushed for 100 yards plus each game. I like that a lot. Another one I liked a lot was, I told you the first touchdown, and then I did, will, t- will Sony Michelle score a touchdown at minus 140? That's those, a really good one. Those are the first three that I've taken so far. I like that. I'm going to do a lot, but minus 140 for will he score a touchdown? And then it was, Miles, it was plus 130 if he scores a first half touchdown. And he's been impressive in the playoffs, so yeah. and I he's turning on the right time. He's, he's healthy. They're going to continue to feed him at the goal line. Yeah, and as you mentioned earlier, uh, I think that Sonny Michel has a real uh, James White – or has the ability to be, have a James White effect here, just be Brady's go-to. Oh, for sure. Um, the entire game. 
So, you know, I would I, – the Patriots are known to use a lot of running backs, and you, uh, you got Rex Burkhead up there too, but I wouldn't be surprised if their game plan revolves around getting Michelle the ball. Yeah, absolutely. He's very difficult to stop uh, because I feel like the Rams are going to be so focused on Brady's arm, they're going to forget about Michelle out of the backfield, in the flat. Um, so – I'm yeah, really liking that Michelle bet. And I also just wanted to say, you know, it's Super Bowl week when we're talking about Maroon 5 on the What's the Spread podcast. <laughs> Let's go Super Bowl. Man, I hope everyone out there just crushes it, makes a lot of money. And listen, if you guys hit any prop bets, at us. Get, send us an at and, and on Twitter, on Facebook. It's What's the Spread on Facebook. It's What's the Spread underscore on Twitter. Let us know what you hit. Like, come on. This is so exciting. And just sit back and enjoy the... Final football game of the regular season. Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much for listening to What's the Spread. Be sure to download us on iTunes, Stitcher, or however else you get your podcasts.